Welcome back to another episode of I Don't Know It. Today's guest, parentheses S guests, are really freaking cool. I'm really excited for you guys to see and hear them. So let's just get right into it. Here we go. right now in the brand new Athletes Unlimited League. She's played in Brazil, Italy, Poland, Azerbaijan. She's a former Penn State Nittany Lion volleyball player with multiple Big Ten and All-League honors. She helped bring home two national championships, including her freshman year when she was named MVP of the match. She's currently representing the Ball Girls Do Lunch organization, a fellow College of Com grad, the fantastic, talented, strong Deja McClendon. Thanks for joining me. Oh my goodness. No. Wow. That was an awesome intro. I think the best I've ever had. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Of course. It means a lot. So, I mean, how are you doing? You just, you had a great game last night. You got, it was a block party over there. It was kind of almost a little, little one-sided, I think, but how are you feeling? How are you doing? Um, I'm good. I think that a lot of that was really coming on like three day, three days worth of work. Um, I know that for us, a lot of us, we're not used to playing that many games in a row and to be able to push it out and get those game wins was so huge for us. So yeah, I was really, really hyped about that last one. Yeah. And this league is, it's so unique just because of the whole structure. And I guess as a player, when you know, going in that everything's kind of individual and at the end of the day, how you perform is really what matters. Does that, how does that change your kind of outlook every night and for the whole, for the whole league? Um, it's really tough. I think to focus on like what you're doing as far as a team is more important than your individual stats at the end of the day, but it's so hard not to count the points as you make errors or as you start to score. And like those kinds of things creep into your mentality and they can be detrimental to your focus. So I always try to just focus on what it, what I need to do to make sure that my team wins at the end of the day and to also continuously focus on not making errors. Right, and I'll, I'll hit you with, a, I think like a classic kind of athlete hypothetical. Would you rather have a game where you played phenomenal lights out, but your team lost or a game where you were kind of off, but your team got the job done? 100%, I'm off. I just was okay, but my team won 1000%. I, I respect and commend you for that. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I could have said the same. It's, 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 it's a tough feeling either way. If you, you feel a little short, but I think getting the team win is huge. And obviously in this tournament, it helps in your, your points factor as well. Yeah, definitely. I think um, looking when you look at it stats wise, um, like right now for me, I've had on games and off games, but I've, I'm undefeated as far as like game wins and I'm still within the top 10. And so that's really been my focal point. And clearly that shows that it's been working and hopefully that is, I can continue to continue to do that within, <laughs> within this big league with so many talented girls and not knowing whose team you're going to be on every week. But um, yeah, that's my focal point right now. Yeah. And so 
you you're ended up at the end of the last week. You are now in eighth place overall. You made a pretty decent jump from week one to week two. I think you may have stepped it up a little bit offensively. What kind of helped you make that jump in the score rankings this week? Um, so MVP points really played a hand in it, I think. Um, definitely you need to score. Uh, I think you can see that within the top four players have been typically your outsides or your opposites who are big scorers. But generally, like right now, it's like, what can I do to make sure my team wins? And then how can I be a standout player? So whether that making a lot of digs or scoring a lot of points, being that glue that makes me stand out as an MVP can also help me get those extra points to climb in the rankings. And that's something I've absolutely noticed just watching your game is I think glue is the perfect word because you kind of fill every aspect that's needed. When you need a block, you're out there block, you need a kill, you can get that in. Of course, you're always out there digging everything, it seems like. What is what part of your game do you enjoy the most? Um, my game, I think, is vibing with the players. So finding out what it is that my team needs or finding out what what I can bring. Is that is that is that gonna be energy this week or is that gonna be calm the next week? Or is it gonna be okay being a game time like factor? Like in this tough moment, I can find a way to make a important play, or is it gonna be just being out of system, okay, I can find a way to keep the ball in play. So it's kind of just figuring out what it is that my team needs from me um, and how the players vibe together where I fit in. And how does this, does this league just compare to all the other leagues you've played in? Because you've, you've been on a few teams in a few places. How does it, how does it stack up? It's one of a kind. It's definitely something completely different. Um, I think it's something we've all been waiting for. Uh, we've never had a league like this in the States. We've never had something that is player run. We've never had something where if we don't like it as players, we can say, Hey, let's change this. Or, you know, we have the opportunity to speak up and say, um, this is what we care about. And this is what we want. Um, so I think it's very unique. It's definitely something that I I'm putting all my eggs in this basket and I want this to survive. And I want this to be something that little girls can watch and say, Hey, I want to do that one day. So um, it's more important to me than just my season or just the way I play, or if I'm the athlete, the unlimited athlete of the year, I want this to be a league that everybody can contribute to and everybody can watch and everybody can come and be a part of. Absolutely. It's so much kind of bigger than just one set, one match or one season. It's a huge step going forward to keep this going every year. You mentioned, it, again, it is very player run. How, I guess, not difficult or unique is it so, because you guys have to call your own timeouts, your own substitutions, your own challenges. Is that, is it more comfortable because it's something you can kind of can make, have a consensus as players or is it a little more difficult when you're used to having that coach you can kind of make those tougher mental decisions? Um, I think that's a very interesting question. So I haven't been captain yet. And that's something that the captain controls. And so, yeah, you can completely decide whether or not you want to call a timeout or who you want to start or um, if you even want to practice during the week. That is something that completely changes week to week, depending on who your captain is. So personally, for me, I think it, it's very important to rest <laughs> as far as like your team, because we're not used to playing three matches in a row. Um, and that's huge for me to listen to my body, but um, also you have a lot of amazing coaches right now 
who are just dying to give you input and work <laughs> on stuff and to fix this and to fix that. So it's a very hard balance. Um, I'm crossing my fingers that if I do have the opportunity to um, be a captain, that I will be able to have a coach who understands that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. All the coaches that are there just itching the coach. They just right. want to do do you really, do you want to do this? Or do you not want to do this? Including the draft, you know, because they have a big hand in that draft as well. Right. Well, so you, you mentioned taking care of your body. I'm going to throw it back a little bit. I'm not even sure if you'll remember this. Do you still eat three packs of M&Ms per day? Oh my God, definitely not. I would disintegrate <laughs> into a diabetic coma. Um, no, I definitely don't do that. I used to eat like a Rice Krispie treat between each match. Like I, it would literally be on the bench waiting for me because I just needed so much sugar to continue to go. Um, that is not me anymore, but <laughs> I still, I still try to carb load. You still do the, the, uh, the bagel with cream cheese and butter. You do that. Honestly, like I crave waffle, ha- like waffle shop before the games. <laughs> like I, there's something in me that's like, I need a blueberry pancake. Like I need that. Or like, um, yeah, definitely the night before I still want to eat like a big, heavy, carby meal. <laughs> right. I, I don't, don't blame you. And I've got a couple Penn State questions. I'm, I have one that's kind of PG, one little PG 13. I'm not sure what life was like for you. I don't, I never had the student athlete life. So I don't know how busy you were. So we'll start PG. What was your favorite place to eat at Penn State? Favorite place to eat at Penn State? Wingstop. Do we have Wingstop or Wings Over? Wings Over. Wings <laughs> over. I haven't been to Penn State in a bit, so excuse me. But Wings Over, um, that was definitely the go-to drunk meal. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's a little PG-13. What was your favorite bar downtown if you ever had the time to go? Oh my gosh. Um, that's kind of hard. I I'm not gonna lie to you. Like so, I didn't. Like I was underage coming into Penn State and didn't have a lot of time to go to the bars. And we did a lot of house parties, just like with volleyball house, you know, that was our style. Um, where did we go? Bar Blue? Was that it? Yeah, I feel like Bar Blue was was our go-to place for a while. Bar Blue is a good one. <laughs> Were you a big uh big Skeller fan? I know I that this- Skeller. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's the place I had the wings, right? Am well, I wrong? See, I don't know because the dark horse. The dark horse had the wings. Dark horse had the wings that doesn't exist anymore. Neither so does the Skeller. Wow, guys, are you you're like aging me right now? Times are <laughs> times are changing. It's sad. I I think it was there my freshman year, but I was 18, so I couldn't go. And there was a whole rally to save the Skeller, save the Skeller, but Okay. So here's, I don't know if this will age me or not, but there's a bar called The First. I don't know if it's still there or not. And I lived right across the street. And when we were living there, they opened up like a bar that was right above The First that was like open during the day, but also like was kind of a bar at night. And it had another name like Ernie's or something like that. But we just called it The Second because it was like (laughs) right above The First. So the second was kind of like someplace I was at every day because it was just across from my house. I think it's still there. I don't know if it's above though. I feel like Ernie's is ringing a bell, but I think it's next to, next to it. Okay. You know? Well, the, the first is like kind of underground, right? 
from yeah. that. No, so, yeah, it was like, you're hundred percent right. Actually, it is. It's, it is above it. It's, you know, first like level. But... Yeah. First level of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as, as a player who played at Penn state for four years, you have to have a favorite Russ Rose story. Um, yeah, I think we have a lot. I think my favorite Russ Rose story is probably, probably when I first like was thinking about committing, it was like my, my trip that I was going on where I was like, I knew I was going there. I was probably going to sign as soon as I left. And I was talking to him in his office and he doesn't make promises. Like he never says like, you're going to play, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. But he told me he was going to make me the best volleyball player that he could make me. Like he was going to get me there. He didn't say how, he didn't say how much work it was going to be. He didn't say the torture that we were going to go through or like how much I was going to cry or any of that stuff. But he said he was going to make me the best volleyball player that I could be. And I believe that was true. And I think he never lied to me. And I think that's, that was so huge. Um, and still to this day, I'm very, very thankful that I stepped into that office and that I ended up being able to be coached by him. So. And I think you did a great job at making you the best volleyball player you could be. Do you ever see him smile? I don't think I ever saw him yes. smile. <laughs> yeah. All the time. He it's like more of a smirk. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think the best thing ever is like when you get coached to laugh, like if you can get him to chuckle, you really did something. Um, if you get him to compliment you, you really better enjoy that because that doesn't happen often. It's rare. How, how many compliments do you think you got in your four years? I can count them on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I think my, uh, for one of my journalism classes, the first sporting event we went to was a women's volleyball match. And we got to interview Russ in the presser. And this is the first time I ever asked like anyone a question that was, it was so nerve wracking. You just stare down at you and just like, I don't know. <laughs> Waiting for a good question for sure. Exactly. Let's switch gears in another direction. So Athletes Unlimited is doing a really cool thing. Every athlete has a cause. Mm-hmm. And your cause, you're representing ball girls do lunch. Just briefly exp- explain how much does that organization mean to you and how awesome is it to be able to represent that as you're playing in this great league? Um, I think ball girls do lunch is a very interesting organization. I think it means a lot to me because I – have a personal connection with alopecia areata, which is um, where, where you lose your hair um, either due to stress or um, for me, it's an autoimmune disease. And a lot of people suffer with it, a lot of women and girls, but we don't talk about it so much. And so I think it's a cause that doesn't have a lot of awareness behind it, behind it. And people feel this huge shame and like stigma about losing hair as females. And, um, a lot of that comes with being a visible person. So playing volleyball and being on TV or being in the eye of, of the public, um, I don't have the opportunity to hide it. And I think for me, it was very, um, eye-opening to see how important it was for me to be visible and how impactful it was for others. For me to be visible and so joining with bald girls do lunch um their cause and their their 
whole idea is to empower women who are dealing with this and give them the ability to grow their own confidence back and to be visible and to go into public with or without hair and to feel like themselves again. And that's my whole, whole motto. And that's what I believe in wholeheartedly. So um, I'm really, really excited to be representing them. And you mentioned earlier, when we were talking about the league in general, kind of being that role model for little girls watching. I think you're doing just a phenomenal job at that. And I think you're inspiring girls that have this issue that it is okay. And you are, I mean, crushing the look. Absolutely. You Uh have, you have swagger and confidence. It's, it is incredible. It's if if you had any sliver of doubts, which I don't think you do, you are <laughs> killing it. Trust me. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think there's room for sliver for slivers of doubt. That's just that's how I feel about it. I think, you know, I'm lucky because I had the choice, but also even if I even if it wasn't a choice, I want people to realize that like hair doesn't make you you are who you are and you should love that about yourself. So I appreciate that. Of course, it's absolutely true. And now obviously you're not the only player with a cause. Every player has got a cause in this league. Why is that so special and so important that to you that every player can represent something? Well, when you look at the way we're paid as female athletes in particular, you know, we all have things that we care about. We have all causes that we all have causes that we want to incorporate into our daily lives or we want to give back to. And if you don't make what LeBron James makes as a professional athlete, or you don't make what the boys make, even in volleyball as a professional athlete, you can't, you can't afford to give back to the things that you care about. And so being able to work for a league that is willing to donate to a cause of your choice means a ton. It means so much. It means we finally have the ability to give back to where we came from or things that built us or little girls who we were, you know, and that is something I've never come in contact with before. Um, I don't see anything else out there like it. And it makes athletes unlimited extremely unique and and very very important and I think it's it's phenomenal just when I'm you know when you obviously I don't know how much you've been able to watch I don't know if you watch their matches but watching on television it's so cool because someone will get a kill or a big stuff block and they'll put their organization and especially in in the year we've had where there's so many struggles all across the, the world it's it's just really cool to see something like that brought up kind of every time Yeah. And it tells you a little bit about each player as well, like what they really care about or what they stand for or what, what grew them. And I think that's another way to actually get more involved as fans with the athletes, because once again, like we've created this league and we want people to know us and experience us in a different way. Absolutely. And now moving into this next week, you are, I believe you're back on team Larson again. Did I see that correctly? I am. I am. Yeah. So moving, I wasn't on team Larson last week, but I was on her team the first week. The first yeah. week. So moving into this third week and for the rest of the league, what can we expect from Deja McClendon? <laughs> Good question. Um, well, I told you my goal. It's to be on every winning team. It's to fill the gaps and to make sure that I'm finding a way to push my team in the best way possible. 
um, improvement because I think that's the name of the game for me. Might not have started out hot, but I'm going to finish hot and that's my goal. So um, yeah, that's what you can expect from me. Well, I can't wait to see it. I think you've already been crushing. I think you're going to climb up that leaderboard in no time, getting MVP votes, getting stuff blocks, digs, kills, everything you need, supporting a great cause. Deja, thank you so much for coming on with me today. It means a lot. I really appreciate it. Wow, that was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. And as always, we are Penn State. Penn State. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Good luck. Bye. That was Deja McClendon, and don't you fret because we have another tremendous athlete coming up. So if you need to go take a break, go to the bathroom, get a snack, that's okay. But don't go anywhere. Stay right here because we have another guest coming up. Here we go. All right. So we have now another professional volleyball player and a quite impressive one at that. She is number one on the Athletes Unlimited leaderboard two weeks in a row, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, a 2014 world championship winner, an international superstar player with Russian, Chinese, and Turkish clubs, a Nebraska Cornhusker legend, the incredibly talented and oh-so-smooth Jordan Larson. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. So how are you feeling right now? You finally, you guys have this, you know, on for lots of days and off for a little bit. How, how's your body? How's your mind? How are you doing? Yeah. Um, I feel better than I thought I would, to be honest. I was like, it's a lot of mass mat matches in like a short amount of time. Um, but also I think it's going to continue like to get harder. You know, I, I've, I feel like I did a pretty good job before I came here of getting in the weight room and getting stronger. And um, I think that's really like paying off right now. And um, I'm hoping that that continues. Of course, um, like today I didn't, I didn't jump though in practice. I was like mm, jumping, not my thing right now. So hopefully as the week goes on, you know, I'll start ramping up and then get ready for the matches as well. So um, I would say a mix of mix of both and just a daily check-in with myself. That makes sense. And as I said, you're the number one on the leaderboard two weeks in a row. How's your, I guess, how's the vibe? How's the mental status? How do you feel right now? Yeah. Um, I think in general, right. It's, it's tough because while yeah, I'm leading, right. Like there's a lot of players maybe that aren't seeing the court or, you know, are feeling, you know, maybe not, um, you know, not as excited about the process, you know, and so trying to be sensitive to that as well. And just how do we make sure everyone feels valued and uh, that this is all part of the fun It's just as a competitive athlete, you know, and trying to be the best you can every day. And it's uber competitive and it's been super fun to see how people are drafting and like what they value personally, you know, and how that changes week to week. And so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's good. I, I, I feel good, but I, I think just you want everyone to feel included and to be a part of it. And I, that weighs on me sometimes. And that kind of leads perfectly into my next question. So you've played in a lot of different leagues and other places. This is kind of the first of its kind really here. How much of you is just happy to be here and to help grow and promote this league and make sure it's last for a long time. And then how much of you wants to win and wants to take it all home? Yeah, there's definitely a mixture of that. I think I'm just, I'm super like excited to be here. I think I still have to like, like wake myself up, like that we're actually here, you know, like I'm in America and like things are so accessible and like, I mean, granted we're still like in a shield and like very protected, but like, 
I can order Uber Eats, you know, like getting food is like, so I, that sounds so crazy, but, um, and just being able to speak English with teammates, you know, that stress of that has been a lot easier. And then, um, but then I'm Uber competitive and probably too competitive at times that I like overlook, you know, like I will do whatever I can to win. And so, um, while I hope I hope I hope to win, you know, that obviously is not where I find my value. My value is how can I get better every single day and how can that continue to improve even through this whole process? And obviously I have like stuff to come, you know, and like the summer and, you know, all those things. So that's kind of where my building blocks are, I guess you could say, or like my, where my focus is at. So. Yeah, that makes sense. And how just compared to the other leagues you've played in with this one, so individual and so player focused, how does your mentality change, you know, match to match night to night or throughout the whole season? Yeah. Um, I think when I came in here, I just really wanted to focus on, um, I've never been a one to get excited about individual awards or anything like that. Like, I just want to be a part of a good team and to win, you know? And so I think, how can I get the best out of my teammates that are around me and how can I elevate them to play the best that they can be? But then at, at the end of the day, also maybe leading by example where that is like my play can help those around like me as well. And so kind of finding that like fine balance. Um, it definitely is different in the sense that like, you have maybe a little more control like on like who you want to play around and things like that if you're winning and doing well yourself um but also i think it's a little bit of a target on your back too you know because people are you know wanting to you know win or do better than you so i know it is it's a it's a fine balance and i don't know if i answered that right but <laughs> that's kind of like where my mind is at so i'm still trying to navigate all myself honestly i was like i played in a lot of like, high level things you know and like this is like super stressful <laughs> you know like because it's like I don't know how people are going to react or you know how are people going to perform and you know it's just a lot of things that we don't normally as athletes have to worry about right we especially overseas it's very like I just need to work worry about myself and that's it you know but as captain you're worrying about practice you're worrying about the coach you're worrying about how your teammates are feeling you know so it's just a, a lot on you and and Again, that leads me into my next question. So it's so player focused. And as captain, you're scheduling practice, you're picking the teams, you're calling timeouts, you're deciding whether the challenge or not. As a player, is it nice to be able to just make those decisions and trust your gut? Or do you kind of miss having a coach to make those kind of more technical decisions and you can just go out there and play? Yeah, um, I do like the freedom. And I think it's been really cool to see, like, obviously being captain of the US team, like I have a little bit more practice as far as, you know, setting up meetings or, you know, setting the schedule, you know, those kind of things. Um, but it's been cool to see maybe people that haven't been put in a role like that before. And just to see them like kind of really step into that and really embrace it and really see that. I think for me, um, I actually like a little bit of both. So I like being able to like send out the schedule or kind of having somewhat of a voice in that side of it, but like the technical and like uh, coaching side while I'm playing, like I want that to be like the coach. And I do, I do miss that. And I think our coaches are doing our facilitators, coaches, I call them uh, are, are helping a lot with that. And so that's taking a little bit of the pressure off too. So you definitely like kind of the aspect of, 
you know, organizing things and making decisions. But when you're on the court, you kind of want to focus on the game right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you see coaching in your future? I, I do. I, I think I could add value. And, um, but I also just want to take some time and make sure it's something that I really am passionate about. And um, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm definitely interested for sure. So. We'll okay. See. I have a quick favor to ask you if that's all right. Yeah. Okay. So I played volleyball, my girlfriend played volleyball and she looks up to you. She was like, she was beside herself when I told her that you agreed to come on and do this interview. Yeah. Would you mind if I sent her the Zoom link and kind of surprise? She doesn't know that we're on yet. She knows we're going to talk. Would that be okay, okay with you? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, she used to, uh, she said for, for high school volleyball tryouts, she would just watch your highlights like in the yeah, computer class oh, and like get cool. hyped up. <laughs> yeah, I will, uh, I'll send it to her now. I'm trying to get her on. Who were some players that you kind of like looked up to when you were first getting started? Yeah, um, I think for me, Logan Tom was one person that I really looked up to. And then there was a girl, a couple of girls on the Nebraska volleyball team, which is where I ended up going to college. Um, Angie Oxley, who is actually the assistant coach at Creighton now. Um, I actually took lessons from her when I was in high school. And so really cool to see and learn from her. And then now, like, obviously we stay in touch uh, now, now that she's coaching and things like that. So, um, yeah, those are probably the two that I really looked up to for sure. Did you come from a volleyball family or is this something you kind of discovered on your own? Um, yeah, I, my parents were very athletic. So like my mom played basketball in high school and then my dad went on to play football at a D2 school in Nebraska. Um, and so athletic family, but like not so much centered around volleyball, just basketball. And so, uh, yeah, my stepdad actually got me involved in, um, in volleyball with like club volleyball and things like that. So that's kind of where it, where it had started. So. Okay. Okay. I'm just still waiting on her response. We'll, we'll, no we'll get worries. back to you, back no to you there. So I want to kind of switch gears a little bit. And I know what's really cool about this league is that every player has like a fund that they represent in the cause. Yep. Yours is the pink fund. How did you kind of find that group and why did you make it? What connection do you have to it? Yeah. Um, so I think uh, my mom actually was diagnosed with breast cancer from I was a young, young age. So I was in high school and then um, she actually passed away. It'll be about 11 years this year. And so um, I don't know, ever since she was battling breast cancer, I don't know, it's just always kind of is a passion of mine. So before every Olympic games, I actually would do like a t-shirt sale and I would donate the proceeds to a family that's battling cancer. And it was just something that really like, I don't know, filled up my cup. Like, it's just something I really like valued a lot. And, um, when I heard about the causes, uh, that we get to play for something and that, uh, part of our bonus gets to go towards a nonprofit of our choice. I know I just started researching and just like, what, what am I passionate about? Like, where, what do I see this going? And obviously I think Susan, Susan G. Komen would probably be like an obvious answer, right? Like breast cancer awareness for sure. Like, um, but it was, it, to me, it seemed like such a large, like company, right. Or large thing that I just didn't feel like it was tangible for me. And I wanted to find maybe a smaller company that, uh, I could see like direct impact. 
And so I actually reached out to the Pink Fund on Instagram and I was like, hey, like we're doing this thing. Like here's the website. Like I would really like reading about what you guys do. Like I would really love to like get you guys involved and like help you guys out and like instant response. And like, we jumped on a phone call, just, they wanted to learn more about the league and, um, and what the pink fund does is they, uh, basically offer women that are battling breast cancer. You know, they have often the stress of like providing the funds for the treatment. Right. But they also have the stress of like providing for rent or, you know, other external expenses. And so, um, that's kind of where the pink fund helps is like those external expenses. And so I just, I really love that side of it and really wanted to give back to them. And that's the, the relationship has been really awesome. And they've been super supportive of this whole thing. And uh, it just adds another layer of like why you play, right? Like I always had my mom as my motivation, but like having that and knowing that some of the proceeds are going to go to them is even more like fulfilling. So. That's fantastic. Well, Shayna is joining now. So hopefully she turns to Shayna. I want you to meet someone. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. Oh my God. I don't even know what to say. You should have prepared me now. I wanted it to be a surprise. Shayna, this is um Olympian Jordan Larson, by the way. Jordan, this is my girlfriend, Shayna. Yeah, nice to meet you. You too. You're my volleyball idol. Like all that school. You play volleyball, right? Or you did? Or yeah, I did in high school. Not so much anymore with college and classes going on. But yeah, yeah. cool. And where do you go to school? I go to Pitt. Pitt, nice. Are you liking it? They have a pretty good volleyball team. Yeah, they're D (laughs) one. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I literally watched like before I even tried out for volleyball for like freshman year high school, I watched probably like every single Olympic women's team volleyball video on YouTube, like by like 2015. That's, that's awesome. I was the same way though. I remember growing up, like watching people like before me and just like, Oh, one day I'm going to be there, you know? And like, like now I'm like, Oh, like I got to do all these things. Like this, it's so, it's so, I don't know. Like I have to like, slap myself sometimes I'm like this isn't real you know like I don't I feel like I'm still that little girl that's like sitting at home like watching all these videos you know and so it still is very very weird to me so (laughs) yeah it's literally crazy oh my god what do you what are you what are you studying in school I'm a neuroscience major and I'm pre-vet well there you go (laughs) that's a cool path thank you we actually just got um I don't know where I don't know what he's told you, but we're playing in Athletes Unlimited, which is a new pro league in the States. And uh, there's actually a lot of dogs that we have been, like a lot of the girls brought their dogs and one girl just got a puppy today. And yeah, it's the cutest little thing. It's so cute. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a dog here at school and I'm like, I want a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any dogs, Jordan? Are Are you a dog person? I do. I, we have an English bulldog that we adopted like a year ago. His name is Bud. He's such a, he's such a personality. I I never grew up with dogs in the house. Like I always like I grew up on a farm, so dogs were always outside, and so it's like such a new, a little bit of a new, excuse me, concept for me. I'm like, oh, they're in the house, and like it's just so different. But yeah. he's been awesome and and great. So, did you bring him know. over to Dallas with you or no? 
I didn't know. It was just the, I think the travel flying was because they have such a flat nose, like it's hard <laughs> for them to breathe. And I was like, we we only have electric cars, so like driving that full way from California would have been like a nightmare. So yeah, yeah. my dog okay. doesn't do car rides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. So what what avenue do you want to go? Is there a specialization with like certain vets that you do or? Um, I definitely want to do surgery, but I'm not sure like if I want to do small animals or large animals or even maybe like exotics. I think that oh, might be cool. cool. But I haven't like had much experience aside from just like dogs and cats and yeah, pets like that. And what year are you right now? I'm a junior. Junior. Okay. And She's then you have to go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say she's incredibly talented and a million times smarter than me. So she's got the brightest future I've ever seen. So oh, that's awesome. And how long have you guys been together? We just started dating in October. Oh, there you go. It's new, blossoming. Yeah. yeah awesome. I actually have her saved in my phone. It says Shannon, and there's a little volleyball emoji because she told me she played and that's always like a little, like an extra, like a cherry on top when you find that yeah, out. So. For sure, yeah. for sure. That's an first date <laughs> yes we did yeah. really yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. it's meant to be right i mean yeah, yeah maybe jordan while i have you on i have a question that i was telling shannon it was bothering me so in your website bio yeah it has you say your favorite pregame food is protein and a veggie yeah any protein and any veggie in particular or just anything yeah um just anything really i being from the midwest you know steak or beef is usually like what I like to go with. I can do chicken. Um, and then I am a big Brussels sprouts person. I know that sounds disgusting. I used to hate Brussels sprouts. My mom used to burn them so bad, and but then forced me to eat them. And I'm like, these are awful. Like, no, but now I like can eat them. Like it's crazy. It's so good. So that's kind of like what I would go to. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Mm. And I've been I'm like a little, yeah, and I've been I'd, low carb for a while, so just trying to be decrease inflammation in the body for, you know, trying to play as long as I can. So absolutely, I need to know how to eat more veggies. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of them. <laughs> yeah, I can do I can do spinach. That's about yeah. it. That's, that's about that's all it. I do. That's, hey, that's that's good. Sometimes if you put it in a in a shake, like if you blend it up, mm. you put all that spinach in a shake, you don't even taste it. Maybe a little like, kale, something like that. Yeah, and like you add a little peanut butter, it just goes away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jordan, I know you probably got to get to bed. You've got practice and things to sort out. I don't want to keep you too much. So the last question, a couple more weeks of this league, what can we expect from Jordan Larson down the stretch? Oh, goodness. Well, I hope it's similar to first two weeks. Uh, that would be great. Um, but I just think like being competitive and getting after it. And I, I think, I hope the fans just really enjoy like what's being shown on TV from all I've heard. It's been nothing but positive and it looks great on TV, which it's been amazing. It's been an amazing experience. So I just hope they see a competitive environment and people just getting after it. So. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to watch because you've been in it, take a second, you know, record it and watch it because it's been amazing. It's been great television, great competition. We've yeah. loved it. Yeah. Jordan, awesome. thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank no, you so thank much. You. Of course. Of course. Nice to meet you both and good luck in school. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Yep. Good luck the rest of the league. We'll be rooting for you. All right. Bye-bye. Jordan Larson, Deja McClendon, tremendous athletes, heroes, role models to so many. 
If you like this channel, if you like this video, please go and watch the Athletes Unlimited League. They still have a couple weeks left. It is amazing television, great athleticism, great competition, and it's just a lot of fun to watch. So go watch that. And otherwise, I don't know.